0: Welcome to Grow and Learn, everyone. This is Zarina. Today, I'm welcoming the best-selling author of the five-day job search, Annie Margarita Young. Hi, Annie.
1: Hi, Hi, Zarina. Thank you so much for having me on Grow and Learn. I'm excited to share with your listeners today some secrets they can use from the five-day job search. Before we get started, I just want to give your listeners a very special offer. If they listen until the very end of today's episode, they will learn how they can get a 10% off discount on a signed paperback copy of the five-day job search. So
0: listen until the very end, guys. Awesome, I mean, now that you've started talking about the book, where can people can people get it? <laughs> we, we can get, get it on
1: yeah. AnnieYangFinancial.com, but it's also available in other sites such as Amazon, mm-hmm. or Walmart, Target, like wherever you can find on a Google search, it's available for sale.
0: Annie, give us a bit of a background. How did you start writing this uh, book Why did you write it? What do you normally do and how does this all tie together?
1: So I actually didn't want to write the book initially. uh, I I still do this. I'm working a full time job in real estate accounting and I was also growing my side hustle. So I was basically growing an accounting firm on the side with the plans to grow it to the point where I can quit my full time job. But sometime back in November, I, I got a message. I can hear voices in my head. Uh, my intuition is really strong. And basically the messages were, Annie, you got to write your next book. And I'm like trying to fall asleep at 1 a.m. in November. And I, I just basically responded back to those voices. I don't want to write this book. Find someone else to write this book. No, 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 no. You are the only one who can write this book. Not only can you write this book, we'll give you instructions on how you can market, promote and sell this book. This is your calling. This is what we want you to do. Your whole life up to this point has been catered for this moment. And so I basically I had to get up because I couldn't fall asleep. I had to write down everything that I heard should be in the book. And this continued on for 10 days straight where I heard all the things that need to go in this book. So I just dictated it into my iPhone as a recording. And then I transcribed everything I did via the audio um, into a manuscript. That's the book. The five day job search. Yep. And so it took you 10 days to uh, dictate it? Yes. One Mm -hmm. day per chapter. Initially, the book was supposed to be only 10 chapters long. I I restructured it so that it's more like three parts and divided up with 50 chapters. But the initial concept was just 10 chapters. Mm -hmm. So, yeah.
0: And you mentioned uh, that the voices that you heard told you the next book. So that means you have a book before that, that you had published before that.
1: Oh, yes, that's right. The first book I wrote was called 1001 Ways to Save Money. That was it. I, I only wanted to write one book so that I could be able to call myself an author and put that on my resume. I never had any intentions to write a second book. Maybe it was going to be something far off in the future, but definitely not a plan that I had for the year 2023. Mm-hmm. So, so
0: the inspiration of the five-day job search, did it come entirely from those voices in your head i'm also curious what these are and what what your explanation is of that but um or or was it also based on your experience of how to approach a job search
1: it's a mix of both so over the last 10 years the way my life went there have been some crazy experiences in my life like for example when i was 19 years old i worked as a foot fetish model i let men touch my feet for forty dollars for 10 minutes it was the most degrading thing in my life I had hit rock bottom um, I had to like do a lot of meditation to get myself back together spiritually and and grow from that experience and I I always honestly I look back on that experience I'm like why why God why did I have to go through that experience why God did you have to put me through? working at Domino's Pizza after I finished my college degree. Like, I I go through this whole thing of going to get my college degree only to come out working at Domino's Pizza. Like, why am I given these opportunities and and not more than that? Um, So it is those experiences. But when I finally heard those voices during those 10 days, like, this is what you put in the book, of all the past experiences that I had, it finally like all came together. Where I now look back in hindsight, I'm like, oh my gosh, everything fell into place just perfectly. All of the experiences I had to go through and the life lessons, the the spiritual lessons I had to go through, it all made sense. Like if I had to do it all over again, I would have done it exactly that way as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And the vo- And what about the voices? Have you experienced this before? And what do you think these are? What do they mean?
1: Uh, yeah, you? I've had these voices for like the last 12 years. Actually, the first time I heard it was when I was 16 years old. So um, back then, when I was 16, I was in high school. It was my sophomore kind of junior year. I, I had a boyfriend at the time. He was very much into spirituality. We, we did some tapes. It was called The Gateway Experience by mm-hmm. Robert Monroe. Process. Mm -hmm. Yes, the gateway process. And he's the one who introduced me to that. I had done those tapes. Amazing. I only recently discovered about them. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Those tapes are really good. I had done them every night uh, for a couple of months. And, you know, I, I never really understood this concept of like, I am more than my physical body, because I'm more than physical matter, like it it was a really strange thing, because no one had ever talked to me about this kind of stuff. But I did the tapes anyway, because he had recommended it to me. Mm -hmm. And um, after a couple months, I could start like, imagining energy, I guess you would say, imagining Mm -hmm. like healing energy, leaving my hands and crazy things were happening, I would put bubbles around me. But at the same time, I also started hearing voices in my head. (laughs) Mhm, interesting, yeah. and my first the first experience I had was like I had a really strong feeling that I shouldn't go straight to college. like i I got the strong feeling it's not the right life path for me, even though I was a straight A student. So um one day, my guidance counselor pulled me and had a su- out of a class and had a surprise meeting with my mom, my dad, her, and the head of the guidance counseling department. And basically, the guidance counselor turned to my parents and said, your daughter, Annie, is always going to be a failure in life. If she doesn't go straight to college, what do you think of that? And my parents didn't have any reaction. And I left that meeting feeling just so dejected or rejected. You know, like I I, I felt so broken from from that experience. And I thought, you know what? She's an adult. Adults know how the real world works like maybe. She knows what she's talking about. Maybe I should listen to this adult, right? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I heard this voice so loud, like Zeus's thunder kind of loud, like, Annie, going to college, straight to college after high school is going to be the worst decision you will ever make. Don't go. If you go, I swear, this will be the number one regret you will have the rest of your life. I heard it. And, and so do I you had, hear
0: it audibly or is it just uh, um, a feeling I, that you get? And uh, I an hear it
1: audibly, aud- Okay. audibly, yeah. yeah. I heard it very audibly, just like the way you hear thoughts in your head. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you hear it in your voice. I hear it in a different person's voice I mm-hmm. sometimes. I heard that one very audibly as a man's voice, very low thunderous kind of thing. And, and I, I, I had a strong feeling. I was like, okay, I think I need to follow what this says. Yeah.
0: And so you didn't go to college.
1: I didn't go straight to college that, that
0: year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't go. Yeah.
1: So I just I, I always just ended up um, listening to my intuition. I think it's always led me down the right path.
0: I am yeah. tempted to talk more about the Gateway process. I'm very curious, but let's talk first about your book.
1: <laughs> sure. So tell us what's
0: in it. If people want to find the job, I have quite a few people coming um, on Heal and Learn and joining my classes who some of them are looking for new opportunities either to start a business or a job. But for those looking for a job, what what are some tips that you can give?
1: Some of the tips is the first thing is you need to get really clear on what you want. I find that the reason a lot of people don't have success is because if you ask them the question, "What do you want?" they respond back to you with what they don't want. And let me tell you what I don't want. I don't want to work at McDonald's. I don't want to work weekends. I don't want long job hours. I'm like. Great, there could be like a million things you don't want. What are the things that you do want? You know, can you start at least like writing those down and then making sort of a wish list and prioritizing what's your first most desired, second, third and fourth, like be so clear in your head um, and being able to visualize very clearly, almost like a movie that you can replay over and over and over again. I mean, I think because of the kind of audience you have and they're very much into this, first step is to be really, really clear. But then the action plan after that is to figure out how to get there. Right. So um, it's not enough to just say, like, I want to do tax returns for real estate investors. Like, is there actually a job title for that? Because someone actually came to me and said, that's what I want to do. And I said, great, let's go into Google and look for the job title. And it turns out the the title wasn't even what we thought it was like tax, you know, tax preparer or something like that. It was more like real estate tax associate mm-hmm. so once you find out what the actual title is um, this is a, a secret for your audience um, you can google those words like real estate tax associate job listing and um, open all 20 of those into a brand new tab and copy and paste each listing into chat gpt mm. and then after you uh, copy paste it into ChatGPT, you can ask chat please analyze for me what uh, this employer is looking for in their ideal candidate and then also please tell me how can i come across as that ideal candidate via my resume and my linkedin profile so you use basically you use this tool to help you in your job search and i think that has been a real game changer for people because mm-hmm. they never thought to use chat gpt in this way
0: of course, I mean, with the right prompts, it can even write your cover letter or even your CV and outline. It's it's amazing for, for such yes. kind of things. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah. So okay. after that, you can use that to write write your a t- very targeted resume. So based on the analysis of like, what are these employees looking for in their ideal candidate? It's time to ask yourself, which of these points do I hit? Because some people think like, okay. I'm not qualified for this job because I don't hit all 10 out of the 10 things that they're looking for. But you have to also understand this is like dating. It's like trying to match what one person wants and what you want. There's always going to be compromise. Nobody ever meets 10 out of 10 qualifications. And even if they do, does that person who meets all 10 want to work there? (laughs) Right? Are they really um, as desirable as? is like is that company who's hiring as desirable for the job applicant itself as well right so there's always this game um so you want to basically write a resume and LinkedIn profile targeted based on the analysis so ask yourself which of these points do I hit and and make sure to include that in Um, the raw information that you put into your prompt for ChatGPT as well. You can say, ChatGPT, write me a resume. Uh, This is what should go on the resume. But then ChatGPT will be the thing that makes it like really polished and ready to go, basically.
0: Mm -hmm. Awesome. If I could add a a tip um, on top of this, it's just to go through it and rewrite it because um, ChatGPT needs serious prompts to write it in your style as well for example sometimes it sounds a, a bit too artificial so you can recognize it by the length of the sentences and the um the length of the words even um i i would say to make it a bit more conversational you can even shorten the some words or eliminate some words yes it and needs editing it needs it's, editing. A, it's
1: a really what I have found, especially if you use version 4, so the 3.5, I can easily spot if somebody was using ChatGPT for that, but if you're, you're using version 4, then it's actually really hard to tell that somebody was using ChatGPT, especially if you use like a really in-depth prompt to begin with. But even what it spits out for the resume and the initial draft of that, I have found like, the, let's say like each achievement, a bullet point on your resume, it should really only be one line long, it shouldn't spill over into the next line. But mm-hmm. ChatGPT like exports something that's like super long, it's two lines long, right? So um yeah, it, it does need some fixing yeah. up there yeah. manually with your eyes, like how to shorten what it wrote, you know, how to cut the words in half, basically. Mm-hmm.
0: And then and, and the prompts are really important, like you can ask it to make it more conversational or make it in the style of, I don't know, Charles Dickens, if you want to, so.
1: <laughs> yes. but it knows uh, styles yes, of famous yes. people. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or even if it's not from someone famous, what you can do is you can copy and paste in some text that you do like, where you, you like the style and you yeah. can say, please analyze this style. Mm-hmm. And then after it analyzes that style, you can say, okay, going forward the name of that style will be style a Mm -hmm. now in the style in the style a please write me a resume following style a so basically you have to label it as a style whatever it analyzed and you can have it very much imitate or mimic uh, that for what you're trying to achieve
0: yeah awesome great advice (laughs) (laughs) thank you okay so What's next? <laughs> what, what's what's next? the next step?
1: So the next step is you want to start applying for jobs. And I think what people get hung up over is the fact that like they apply to five. They don't hear back and they're like, ah, they, they don't like me. I, I'm getting rejected. Man, if, if you want to get a job and you want to bring opportunities into your life, my personal motto is you need to go big or go home. So personally, I have advised people in the five-day job search to apply for 50 jobs per day. So my secret to landing an accounting job with no accounting degree and doing it in less than a week, I did this three times in a row. So my secret to having results that speak for itself is the fact that I apply to 50 jobs per day. I actually, for many of them, I didn't even read through the listing. I said, this is the title I want. It's in the industry I want. I'm, go- I'm just going to click one-click apply. So basically, <laughs> I can apply for a job in less than a minute because the resume is already on file with that website. Um, so if you do the quick apply and you do one minute each, you can basically bang this out in one hour per day. Keep doing this for a week. You'll have applied to 350 jobs. And there's no way... That after you apply to 350 jobs that you're not going to get at least one interview request that's what i've found mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. but how do you know if that's the i mean it, it's still a chance whether there would be a fit whether you would like the job if you haven't researched it in depth
1: yes that's, but you know yeah, but it's like it's like going on tinder and <laughs> trying to look for a guy right and you're you're just swiping based on what you see on the profile you, you never really know if you have this like spark or chemistry with someone until you actually talk to them in real life. Mm-hmm. So the same thing applies when you're applying for jobs. You never really know if you're a good fit for a company until after you re- apply for the position and after they get back to you asking you for an interview and you go in there and and just like the interview, it's like the first date. Yeah. You know, you won't really know unless that connection is there whether the company is good fit for you until you actually show up for the interview but mm-hmm. of course you should also um do your research right my my personal way of uh, approaching this is i only research a company and spend time committing to doing that research only if i have an interview scheduled with right. them mm-hmm, i understand aside mm-hmm. from that i don't do a whole bunch of research before applying there's there's just no point in my opinion
0: hmm does this apply only to accounting jobs? Because I don't know, or, or to what kind of jobs does it apply to? This? <laughs> Let's put it as an open-ended question.
1: No, no, no. This system applies for everything. It, mm-hmm. it, this is more like a methodology, a way to approach your job search. Um This because I get opportunities left and right. Like even just yesterday, someone a very rich man had reached out to me and was like, Hey, I know you're really organized. I was wondering if you could help me out with my operation. I said, you know, my hands are full. I'm I'm really busy. And I already have enough on my plate. But like, it's not just accounting. It's like, I think the way you present yourself in for the world to see, that is what attracts people into your life. Like if you're like, showing up as confident and charismatic, People can't help but feel like, I want some of that. <laughs> Why is she so happy and cheerful? If I can like be near her, can it be infectious enough to like just rub some pass happiness through me off. as well? You know? <laughs> so it's it's more than just like the fact of what kind of job you're doing and, and what industry you're in. Um it's it's I think it's more about how you show up in the world as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Is this what you meant by uh, when we chatted uh, before started recording? Is this what you meant by the neuroscience of job search, the your attitude? Or is there more to that?
1: It is definitely attitude. It's energy. Uh, uh, actually, a whole part of the book is about energy in the interview. I think a lot of people, they get desperate, like they're like so busy thinking about whether the interviewer likes them. Like in the back of their head, they're like, am I saying the right answer? Do they like what I'm saying? I really hope they like me. And oh, my gosh, I really need this job because I need the money to pay my bills. And it, it just like reeks of like, desperation. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's, it's not sexy, you know, you want to go into this interview, like, here's my question. Do I even like you? Do I even want to be here? <laughs> you know, like, this kind of like, state of mind you want to get into is more like, what belongs to me is going to be mine. I'm just showing up to see if this really belongs to me. Like that kind of attitude. Not not like removing this this subconscious belief, like I need this and turning it into I want this. And that is a completely different energy. And, and the whole process of
0: turning it around can be complicated Some for some people though. I, I know of people who really don't know how to get rid of this uh, sometimes it reaches the level of panic attacks, uh, even how to survive, how to deal with the situation. So how t- how do you turn this around?
1: Yeah, something I, I do a lot is I actually, this is a long-term thing, especially because you're dealing with mindset shifts and removing limiting beliefs and things like that. So what I do is I actually write down the affirmations that are the opposite of what I'm trying to overcome. Like if I back then I didn't have friends, nobody knew who I was, I was really lonely. And so I wrote down this affirmation, I am confident, charismatic and influential around everyone I meet. That was the very first affirmation I ever created. I wrote this down every single day. Until like after a few months, I I am like walking, I'm going to do my errands, doing my laundry, buying groceries. And this thought just like, comes up in my mind automatically, like it just rises up to the top, you know, so, you know, it's been deeply embedded and changed the moment that happens where you're not like trying to force this thought into yourself. Um, If you don't want to write it down, something that I do now is like I hang affirmations on my bathroom mirror, on my front door, on my refrigerator door. Um, In the beginning, I feel like it takes a long time for things to change and manifest. But now I've been doing this for like 12 years. Things change very quickly for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Once you achieve successes, your subconscious mind gets used to delivering the same way as it did before. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Is there something more to the job search? (laughs) (laughs) Or is this the end of the process? I think that's
1: most of it. Um, But then I think... (laughs) The last thing is not just applying and interviewing. When you actually do get the job offer, should you go with it? Because if you're applying to 350, my friend followed my process. She read my book, she followed this process. She applied to so many jobs in the span of 10 days. She ended up getting five interviews all lined up on the same day. Oh, wow. Yeah, she 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 banged out like five interviews in a day, and and honestly, that's the best thing to happen when it's all on the same day or like when it's within a very short time period, because once the offers start coming in. You have several to choose from because they're going to one person might say this offer expires in a week. This this expires in, in 14 days. And if you don't get back to me, you know, it's canceled. So if you can line them up really close, then when you get multiple offers, you can actually see it more objectively. And she did end up getting multiple offers. One of them she got even the next day. Um, and then she, now she went like, she's she's got a 120K offer. <laughs> And she landed that in only 10 days. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but if you're in her shoes, you know, and, and she got multiple offers, which one do you go with? You just look at the one that pays you the most money. I think something that a lot of people forget is how much joy you might have working for a company. Like, Just because one company will pay you more, it doesn't necessarily mean it will be a good fit for you energy wise. You can end up working there. It could be toxic. You might not get along with your coworkers. Of course, you might not ever know unless you work there. Right. But a part of us, um, I think if we can tap into the intuition, you know right away whether something is a good fit or not. Like if you just really listen to your heart rather than going by your head and the logic and the numbers of like, well, this pays me more. I should go with that no i think people Mm -hmm. should also go with that intuitive feeling Mm -hmm. as well
0: yeah absolutely i mean everybody who's been listening to this channel knows that i'm all about uh, listening to your intuition and making sure that it aligns to your overall values and and all Um, okay and so but there are some people that have experienced disappointment after disappointment these are the ones that handle rejection badly So do you have a suggestion on how they handle the rest of the 345 rejections
1: (laughs) within this seven day period? Don't think about it. (laughs) Like I used to be like that. I used to send out so many applications. I'm like, why didn't they get back to me? Why don't they like me? Is there something wrong with me? there must be something wrong with me. I must not be good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not qualified enough. I'm not capable enough. And you just go into this like downward spiral where you're just ruminating over these negative thoughts over and over and over again. Um, What I have found is you only focus on who said yes, or who Mm -hmm. said I'm interested. If you change your focus, um, that will make the difference in your job search. Like, for example, I am in the process of trying to promote and sell the five day job search. I plan on selling millions of copies of this book. I wanna get on 500 podcasts, right? Um, In my head to get on 500 podcasts, if I reached out to 5,000 people and 10% of them said, yeah, we would love to have you on our podcast. I'm not here focusing on the 4,500 who completely ignored me. I'm excited about the 500 who said, we would love to have you on our show that's what my focus is on. Same for like, being able to say I'm an award winning author, I have found out that to be able to call yourself an award winning author, this is so stupid. I I never realized this. But the way to do it is you have to apply for the book award. People don't just out of nowhere give you a book award. So Uh once I realized you need to apply for book awards and just pay a $100 application fee uh, to, to qualify and enter. I was like, you know what, why don't I enter into every single book award I can qualify for? So there was, I, I qualified for 50 of them. And I've been like, banging out my applications. I've applied for 30 of them so far. But you don't see me going like, oh, none of them got back to me. This one says, um, it, it wasn't a good book. <laughs> you know, all I need is one of those awards to say, you've, you've won an award. I'm not focused on the other 29. Um, focus on the one that said yes. Right. And I did win an award. Um, Three weeks ago, I, this book won the New York City Big Book Award in the career category. So mm-hmm. there you go. One out of 30 said yes. Congratulations. I'm quite happy
0: Thank
1: you <laughs> Thank you so much. There's a place for everyone yes. somewhere. Right. Yes, that's right. So don't focus. Do not focus on the people who ignore, ignore you or say no. Um, It's just a, a real drain and waste of your energy. Yeah. This was a very pleasurable conversation and very useful.
0: I, I bet for a lot of people. So again, where can they get your book?
1: They can get the book on anyyangfinancial.com and ask for the special offer 10% off discount on a signed paperback copy of The 5-Day Job Search. Just go on anyyangfinancial.com, add the book to your shopping cart and upon checkout use the coupon code GROW. That's G R O W. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on your show, Arena.
0: Good luck reaching uh, 500, did you want, or 5,000? 5, 500, you wanted to be on uh, uh, Yes, I'm, I'm
1: getting on 500 podcasts. I've already got 60 of them booked. Awesome.
0: Congratulations I'm on, on so the
1: way. <laughs> Thank you. Thank
0: you for listening to Grow & Learn. We hope that you found our podcast informative, engaging, and inspiring. Our mission is to help you keep growing and learning, and we hope that our conversations and insights have provided you with practical advice and useful perspectives. If you're looking for personalized support and guidance to help you achieve your personal or professional growth objectives, I offer a range of services to help. As a trusted management partner and mentor, I work with businesses in the process of transformation, looking for new streams of business, as well as M&A. With an extensive professional network of experts and mentors, I can bring on board the right person or team based on the specific needs of the company I'm working with. To learn more about the services I offer and how I can help you achieve your goals, visit my website at growandlearn.org. You can also reach out to me via email or social media. I'd love to hear from you. And if you enjoyed this episode of Grow & Learn, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Your feedback is important to us and it helps us to continue to create content that is relevant and valuable to our listeners. Thanks again for listening and we look forward to sharing more insights and perspectives with you in the future.